If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. Jim Rohn once called it the great equalizer because at the end of the day, everyone gets diarrhea. This is the TRT Community Podcast, where we discuss all things testosterone. What's going on, guys? I am Brandon, founder of the TRT Community, host of All Things Testosterone. I am in the studio today with Ian. Um, I'm recording this intro after the fact, so he's not here to say hello, Brandon. We're talking about uh, low-dose Cialis. We're talking about erectile dysfunction, blood flow issues. We're talking about diarrhea. We're talking about CrossFit. We're talking about HCG dosing. Uh, A little bit of diet talk. Before we get into that, I wanted to say that if you find this podcast beneficial, it would help us significantly if you'll rate, review, and subscribe, uh, especially if you're in uh, Apple Podcasts. If you'll review the show while you're listening to the show, if you scroll all the way to the bottom of the screen, there's a little button or a little link there that says write a review. Um, I'd appreciate it. If you're too lazy to do that, leave us a review. That would be awesome as well. If you need a doctor, Feel free to check out testosteronepodcast.com slash discounts. There you'll find a list of doctors that we have uh, kind of reviewed um, their process. We've dove, dived deep into what they do, how well they do it, uh, and we recommend them. There's, you know, four, five, six different options there from ranging from, you know, $80 a month all the way up to, uh, you know, probably $200 a month. Some of them accept insurance. Some of them include everything you'll need, medications, labs, so forth. So definitely check it out. Let's, uh, let's jump straight into this discussion with Ian about all those things I already mentioned. So speaking of Iowa, I heard from our good buddy, Casey Schlichting yesterday. Yeah, I saw that. Uh, he, you know, corn farmer, weightlifter, the backbone of America, if you will. <laughs> uh, shout out Casey. Uh, no, I made a post yesterday. So I'm, I'm on uh, low dose, low dose Cialis. So last time I went and saw Rachel, Rachel Lyle, um, you know, I had issues with erectile dysfunction, sort of the libido, blood flow, that whole uh, series of things. And, and still am today. And as of the last two weeks, I've been pretty frustrated and pretty beat up by that 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 stuff. It's uh, it sucks for sure. But I think I'm trying to rule out other things. I I think it's ca- <laughs> I think it's causing bathroom issues for sure. I have the suspicion that I'm on a, I'm on 2.5 milligrams, which a lot of guys are on higher doses than that on a daily basis. But. Um, and, and my, according to my post, that Jim Rohn once called it the great equalizer because at the end of the day, everyone gets diarrhea. What? And it's and at it's the pro- end of the day. No, everyone? not at the end of the at day. At the end of every day. At the end of every diarrhea. day. Yes, there's a great <laughs> there's a great flush all across America. Yeah, here he is. Drugs for erectile dysfunction like Cialis, Levitra, and Viagra can cause diarrhea as a reported side effect. It's uncommon. 
but not unknown. So, yeah. yeah. I'd never heard it before. That I'd never heard it before either, and I've been, I've been taking it off and on for the better part of a year, and just now have started this 2.5-milligram daily dose, and it's... It's happening every day, <laughs> so um, it's becoming somewhat concerning, and also, also like, a, oh, great, you know, here's one more thing to yeah. to have to one more complication, one more complication of of all the things that are that are going on right now with me that are causing a, a, a kind of a low point in the last month or so. Just I, I'm not. Along with along with that, there. I mean, like I said, libido, ED, blood flow issues. Those are those are easily tied into your your emotional and mental health too. Yeah. Um, and I've tried to explain this to my wife a few times, and just let her know it's like not anything that she's doing wrong or that she's not doing. Um, it's just if you're not a it's if you're not as a man if you're not able to 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 become aroused or become you know uh, have have intimacy or or get excited about that and and perform and especially in a time when we're we're wanting to plan a family and have a baby and stuff it's pretty defeating um i don't know you know i just turned 36 a couple of weeks ago and it's 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 been pretty shitty so far, I have to say. <laughs> yeah. Uh, to be honest with you and with with the listener, um, I I don't I haven't been enjoying life that much because it it's oh man it's just a dark place to be. Yeah. Wondering if it'll because I think you get into the mindset and and, and anxiety kind of creeps in and you wonder if it's all in your head and you wonder if it's ever going to happen again. Would that be better for you if it were in your head? If I knew that, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, the thing is, the yip, like the yips don't go away once the pitcher realizes it's in his head, you know. Right, right. I, the thing is, too. I mean, the numbers. My, so I got my labs done the last time. This was May. It was May eleventh is when I last saw Rachel, and my numbers, my total and free numbers were awesome, above a thousand. And my or my total was above a thousand. My my free was I can't remember right now. But anyway, my I can remember right now because I have it right here. <laughs> total eleven fifty three free thirty four point two. Um, and so, but then you go, you know, you, that's not the only numbers we can we look at. So my estradiol was a little high, fifty four point one. And then I talked to you about this the other day on text. My prolactin was borderline high according to the, what the standard range is here. It's not uncommon for prolactin to follow estradiol, um, for sure. Up and down. Right. So I'm at, I'm at a loss. I'm, I'm searching for answers, and I'm and I'm just just um, anxious to find the key to unlock whatever is going on with yeah. me right now, because it's, it's, it's just not a fun place to be in. Um, so you said that she puts you on an astrazole, right? Low yes. dose. Yes. Just for 
clarity say clarification for listeners what's that what's that dose the half a milligram uh, per week well it's actually it's actually half a milligram twice a week okay so one milligram a so week. like tuesday and friday how many times have you done that this is the end. I think we're on the end of week three of that. And you're not feeling any better? And I don't feel any better. I would venture a guess that that means it's probably not your E2 levels because those come down pretty quickly. With And astrazole is potent, and it, it'll kill it quick. I I fully expected what exactly what you were saying. I fully expected within a week I would feel mm-hmm. immediately different. Considering my, my, my total and free numbers... I should be walking around with a tent in my pants. Like, yeah. so is it is it libido issues or is your libido still high and it's just the ED? I still definitely have interest in sex, but I th- I think it's in my head. It's that no, it is. I think it's so. I think it's ED, but in, in my head, it's like, well, if I know I can't get an ar- aroused. Mm-hmm. It causes the, the anxiety that maybe squashes some libido because yes. it's like a cyclical. Yeah. It's, it's a it's yeah. a vicious cycle. It makes sense in in my, in my head. Um, and then yeah, again, you you start to wonder, well, oh, it's ever going to happen again? I'm 36. I'm way too young for this to be happening. Like, yeah, extremely scary place to be. Yeah. Um, so I another another couple of things I'm trying to to make changes on. I'm working with the with a nutrition coach. Uh, shout out to Chris Manjano. Yeah. He's awesome. Been working with him for about a month now. Shout out. He's uh he's great. Losing a few pounds, making some habit changes. Um so it's it's going well so far. Uh with that. Working out again. Didn't really I'll admit I, I the the coronavirus put a huge damper on my workout routine. I was not not really motivated once the gym got shut down. Yeah. Um my motivation was was pretty low because I like to go to a place mm-hmm. and then they have the. I've never been home workout guy. Yeah, they have all the, all the equipment there and the programming there that I pay for. So I I told my CrossFit coach I was like, hey, listen, I know you're doing home workouts and sending those out every day, but like the gym is a place for me. Mm-hmm. Like it, you guys have everything, and I'm just not home workout. He's like, oh, I totally get it. There's tons of people like that. So you broke up with your CrossFit trainer. I did, and they they reopened as of as of Monday, June first. Um, but with with a list of restrictions and sort of uh, special pro- protocols and precautions that I thought I get it. Like I respect what you're doing. You have to take precautions for everyone. You have to keep everyone healthy and safe. But it's just too much for me right now. Like I just no. like. You know, only eight people can be in a class at a time. Uh, they're not asking ridiculous things. Just in my mind, I want to be able to go. I want to. I'll go back when it's whatever you know normal was before before the coronavirus. Sure, it's not taped off areas that you can't leave once you enter the gym, and they've yeah. set everything in that taped off area for you. So they, you know, there's only eight people in the class, so they've taped off. I don't know. 10 by 10 air, I don't know, whatever it may be. Um, and they've set all the barbells and weights in your box that you need. 
And if you need something else, the coach has to go get it and bring it to you. You can't leave that. And you have to leave the gym in a certain way, mm-hmm. in the pathway. Like if you've been to Starbucks recently, mm-hmm. there's like tape on the floor that's <laughs> – it's like, please come this way for a mobile order. You know, it's like, yeah. that's, it's just, it's not worth it for me. I'll just wait. And nothing against what he's doing. He's got to do what he's got to do. But anyway, that was kind of rabbit trail off have, of uh, my, the current, the current valley I find myself in. Have you talked to Rachel about it? Uh, I do see her this Thursday. She puts you on the low dose house. Why'd she do that? Because of the the blood flow and ED issues, have you tried more? Like you had the um, the Bluetooth dot com deal. Are you have you tried? Did you get Viagra or Cialis from them? Cialis. Um, have I tried? I I mean, I've tried taking two in one day. You know, so it's five milligrams. Yeah. See that even even for a daily dose, that's super low. Five milligrams is low. Two and a half is for babies. But like, yeah. I, I mean. That it might just be that simple, you know, that you kick that up to fifteen a day or twenty a day, and right now that gives me headaches. Really, every day, yeah, every time. Um, bad, oh, yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, I've taken as much as thirty. Okay, thirty gives me headaches for sure. Fifteen, I don't know, but like to the point to where I have to take something like an Excedrin migraine for oh, wow. the headache. Um, but yeah, I mean, it might just be because it's the two and a half milligram, you know, that's really low. That's low. She also had me start a, this, this was in May when I saw her, she had me start a anti-anxiety that's not a SSRI. It's not an SSRI and it's not a benzo. Um, it's called Buspirone. And that was, I think a 10 milligram thing. And you take it twice a day. I think that's right. Anyway, I, I took it for a week, week and a half, and I would get uh, drowsy, dizzy, and like we were, I was working in, I was working in our bathroom and putting up new hard, like new bathroom hardware, you know, towel racks and whatnot, <laughs> and uh, I was just literally doing that, nothing too labor intensive at all, and I was sweating profusely and getting extremely dizzy, drowsy, yeah, and I had to like stop and go like lay down like the sweaty that you sweaty that feels like like am i having a heart attack or something like that you know it's right. like this it's like uncomfortable cold sweat sort yeah. of feeling and it's scary i wonder too if it's so you know, stop doing that i've i've been going back to the ed i've been in a situation where you know i had issues at one point and then it was mental and it was even still can affect me to this day to where i'm like man you remember that like so what it years ago, um, Kevin Apple wanted to, I don't know that he was even so much him. We were kind of experimenting with me not taking an AI, but taking three to 350 milligrams of testosterone a week. And wow. yeah. And what it did, and it was because my free was, my free test was low. So we thought, let's just bombard, um, your body with one shot a massive, not massive in like bodybuilding terms, but a massive TRT dose once a week and see what happens. Well, what happened was incredibly terrible acne and uncontrollable acne and um, erectile dysfunction. My, and people argue recently that like estradiol is not the enemy, whatever, you know, like what it did for me was make my penis useless 
and That's I don't exactly where I'm at now. I don't know. I don't remember what my number was exactly, um, but I can tell you that that one one month period of time in my life where it killed my libido, it killed erections, um, and I and I have a reason for it. I know what happened now. It still can get into my head now, five years later, okay, and and mess with me sometimes. So I wonder if it's not if it's not mental as well. That's tough to get to get past. Yeah. So for listeners to the podcast that know my story, I, you know, we're at these, at these kinds of levels. When I was on that last time, I was experiencing the, those side effects like acne, yeah. uh, the mood swinging is not hap. I mean, I guess if, if blue is a mood, I mm. mean, but I'm not swinging the other way to like raginess. Yeah. Um, but I'm not having that. I mean, I'm having some acne, but it's certainly not as bad as it was. Like it's, it's, it's really baffling to me because I, the last time when I was on 200 milligrams a week, uh, and doing it, the split like twice, twice a week, 200, you know, whatever, 200 total. I was, I was having acne, but I was having, you know, great great erection quality big as it's ever been type type of erection quality she said that it was as big as it's ever been <laughs> and now that my numbers are at that's where my numbers are and i was also not on an ai uh i'm having opposite things like the acne not nearly as bad at all sure i'm getting some no mood swings to speak of just and then just horrible ED. At that point, you were 200 a week, right? Yes. Once a week? Uh, 200 total split into two. And now you're the same, close to the same? No. So that's where I was going, kind of, because I'm at 80 80 milligrams a week, and I've gotten to the point where I'm splitting it up to 20 milligrams every other day. Okay. So doing an every other day dose, but then also on HCG. A high dose of HCG, three thousand a week, three thousand units, and so that's probably culprit number one. <laughs> I, I like we're at six months into this with Rachel, or more than six months now, eight months, and though we're trying to preserve fertility, I uh, I'm all on board with that because obviously we want we want that, but I, I feel like HCG is is doing more harm than good. Here's the thing. I'm not a doctor, Rachel, forgive me. I'm not a doctor. <laughs> but that is a massive dose of HCG. So it's not uncommon. Right. It is common. So one of the questions that I was going to answer in the interest of preserving fertility. Yeah, HCG and test dosage for younger men specifically regarding the preservation of reproductive blah blah blah. So something like and this is anecdotal but something like 75% of men on testosterone only need 750 units of HCG a week to maintain fertility. Okay. Unless you do have confirmed fertility issues, I would recommend cutting that into a third real quick. That's a lot. And that it's no secret that, that HCG super complicates things, your protocol. Right. You messes know? with the hormones mm-hmm. it, a lot more. The reason that so many people say you don't need it is because 
it complicates things so much, you know? So the 3000, man, that's, that's just a lot. And my, the problem, the reason that I find such benefit in, um, social media groups, this podcast, Facebook group, TRT community is because your doctor, Rachel is amazing. I love Rachel and she, she is my favorite medical practitioner on the planet and probably will remain unless like some oncologist saves my life one day, you know? (laughs) So she's great. However, she can only do so much because she's she doesn't walk with you every single day. True. That's what the TRT community, that's the benefit there is that you can throw ideas out and, and manipulate things. And the way that I've used it is that manipulating daily, like, okay, there's so much information in the group. This is what I'm going to try and I can make tweaks every day. And then I can go back to Rachel and report my findings and this is what was working. This is what didn't. That way I really make a good make good use of the time that I spend with her rather than just going in and saying, well, it's been three months since I've seen you still don't feel any better. And then she like tweaks something and then you wait another three months, you know? Yeah. Well, I am seeing her in a closer uh, interval at this point in time because this last visit she ordered me to, (laughs) so I had to do the uh, embarrassing March to the, to the fertility lab yesterday drove 30 minutes out of my way to have to go to to dallas um live on the other side of the airport and here in dallas but uh to the fertility so we're checking she ordered the fertility so we will look at that when i when i am in next week on her with on the 11th with her um and hopefully that will show positive things um and maybe we can we can adjust that dose down like it's been my hunch that that's that's causing that's yeah. causing the high dose HCG, and I've even gone to where I'm splitting it, just like I'm splitting every other day, because I was just doing. I mean, I'm on a low dose of testosterone, so it's 80, 80 a week. So I've, I was splitting it forty forty. Now I'm splitting it twenty 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 twenty. Yeah, and I was I'm splitting the HCG the same way because we've talked about and several people always recommend. Like you said, the group is great for this kind of thing. Like go with microdose to help manage that the estradiol mm-hmm. bring that down so it doesn't convert as it, fast and hcg makes even my protocol i don't six plus years in difficult to manage and i don't i don't like the word cycle but i cycle hcg because of that i can't tolerate it all right. the time because it drives me crazy that's when i get the elevated prolactin the e2 the acne the ed like it causes a lot of issues what if you want to share what what is that what do you how do you cycle it i there it's not scientific it should be but it it essentially and this i mean whatever we share things on this show um it essentially comes down to testicle size ejaculate volume and okay. sensitivity. Okay. If I start to feel, um, testicle size, I'm not too worried about, but if I start to feel, um, at a disadvantage in sensitivity, then I'll remember, Oh yeah. HCG is a thing. Let me jump on 750 units a week for six weeks. Okay. And, you know, eight weeks, something like that. And then it won't be a thing within okay. a few weeks. And then, and then I remember, Oh yeah, HCG is a thing. It's a nightmare. It does, it makes sex feel better, but it also gives me acne and elevated E2 and all the other side effects. So then I'll, I'll go off of it for three months. Yeah. 
So a few times a year, I'll cycle on for six or eight weeks or so. Yeah. That's one of my long list of questions or like items to discuss with her this, this next time. Yeah. I'm just, again, we're at almost eight months with, uh, with, with treating with her and I'm not, things were, things were good in the beginning and it's just, it, and it is tanked. Yeah. And it is, like I said, it's a dark place to be in when you feel like I've explained this to, I've explained this to, to my wife. I explained this to Rachel it's such a weird conversation to have. Uh, I'm not expecting to walk around with a raging boner all the time, but it's like, I, I want to be able to know that I'm like hanging loose and free and you know, I'm, yeah. I, it, it drives some confidence and it's hard to, it's hard to have confidence when you're just yeah. not like there's little, little to no blood, like what feels like little to no blood flow. And you, you just know that you are unable to, mm-hmm. And then, it, of course, it gets in your head. So, it's. Would you consider because you you've, you've kind of gotten into this um, rock in a hard place, I guess. You know, whereas before TRT, you didn't have the drive to <laughs> conceive, yeah. and now after with HCG, you don't necessarily. So, like, would you is, have you all talked about um, not conceiving? Like, is that something that's on the? I think at this point, may uh, my my wife wants to get me in a place where I'm back to, back to myself again. Yeah. Cause right now I'm not. And I, and I apologize because to her, I said, Hey, listen, I get it from your perspective. Like I'm not, I'm not myself right now. And that in the long run, that's, that can be really toxic too. Mm-hmm. Our marriage, and that's that's a scary thought. I mean, I I don't want I don't want to be, I can't go on like this. I can't. It's yeah. got to change. And so even so much so, she is. She asked me when the next visit was. Said, "Oh, it's next Thursday. It's at eight a.m. So be ready." But she wants to go because she wants to share share things. I guess with with Rachel about, yeah. about what's going on. I what said, are you hoping to get out of that visit? Um, well, one, I'd like to know that my, uh, I'm still fertile, that that's important because we still would like to keep trying. Have you ever done that before? Did it about a year ago. Well, yeah, about a year, a year ago, maybe a little more 15 months, whatever. Do you have reason to believe that on your entire Texas size dose of HCG, <laughs> you wouldn't be fertile? No, I guess, I guess not, but it's something with all the anxiety that's happening with me, yeah. I, it's something that creeps into my head. Like, oh, great, I'm suffering through all this, and I'm not for like, right, of right. course, like, what else can go wrong? Yeah. So yeah. I, like I said, I'm in a tough place, and I hate to. I'm usually jovial and and bring in the jokes, but it, it it's been a it's been a pretty terrible past couple of weeks for me. Yeah. Um, so. Hope, uh, I guess what else I'm hoping to get out of it is finding some more answers to why are my t- total and free numbers so high? Why is an astrosol not working? I'm taking it like I should, taking others like I should. I've split my doses up even further. What was your SHBG? BG? High or low? You don't have to give me an exact number. It was... 
low. I mean, it it wasn't. Okay. I I, I got it tested uh, independently of of last time. I don't yeah. think Rachel tested it, but I did get it. I go went to went to the Quest Lab uh, and got that got that done, and it wasn't abnormal. So that wasn't a that wasn't a concern. I didn't anticipate diving into all this. I, mean, I appreciate you opening up, um, but like, I didn't think we were going to get any information out of you. No, I. That's why we, why we do this thing. I mean, it's it's cathartic for me uh, because I, my wife again. She's like, you you need to talk about this with, with someone else. Like, I mean, she's definitely willing to listen and willing to you know, be gracious and hear me out and things like that. But she's like, you need to find people that you can trust. She's like, like Brandon and your other buddy, Matt, you know, my other buddy, Matt, that I can, I can go to things like this in there. It's pretty, you know, judgment free zone. Yeah. One, because you've walked through this yeah. um, in the past. So, so it's good for me to be here. So my overwhelming recommendation would be to cut that HCG into a third just do a thousand or less and see what happens. Yeah. That's a lot. I, I'm going to ask that. That's another thing I hope to get out is I, I just, I I can't, I, I can't go on like this. I just have to, something has to change. Yeah. And so I'm, I'm wondering if prolactin has something to do with it too, because we saw that, you know, you, you mm-hmm. said it, you know, follows it. It's right at the borderline. Um, of course, according to that, that norm, that labs range. Um, it Definitely can have something to do with it. So a little bit of cabergolin, and I could be back in business, mm-hmm. I guess. But. It's it can de- it can have something to do with it so much that that's kind of why people argue that E two is okay because they say it's not E two, it's prolactin that's a problem. Well, they don't really know because they follow each other up and down. So right, or prolactin follows E two up and down, so that it's hard to say which it is. But it's two different medications. Usually, prolactin will come down with E2, but you know, whatever. Caber is definitely good for it. So, this conversation ended up going much longer than we anticipated. Um, so much so that I'm I'm cutting it off here. I'm going to split it into two parts. We've got like a Q and A sec uh, Q and A session for the next episode that I'll I'll leave out. Uh, also, shout out to Casey. I believe he's a soybean farmer, not a corn farmer. Thank you for listening to the TRT Community Podcast. You can find us online at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash TRT community. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.